Hello everyone, welcome to the Self Love Society. This is the podcast for people who are on the journey of self-discovery and wellness with a dash of foolishness sprinkled on top. This is a safe place to learn, laugh, and discover your own individual path. Let's start the show. Hey guys. What it do? It is Sai, aka Inkyo the Love Guru. And this is Tony Gillen, licensed professional counselor. Yay, you remembered his accolade. I actually almost fumbled it. For a <laughs> no, you're not supposed to tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How are you doing, T? Uh, Lord. You know what? I'm doing okay. I'm um, doing okay. I'm doing okay. Uh, had a really good weekend. Um, threw a little surprise shindig for my for my lady, um, hey. and, and Kira the Love Guru showed her face. I did. It was wonderful. Had a great time. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a good weekend. My kids, uh, they were out of town with their mom over the weekend, and so they're back. So I was just happy to see them. So I'm doing okay. I'm doing, how about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. Ask me why. Why? Cause I got my AC fixed in my house. Yes, we are sitting here <laughs> nice and cool. Yeah, my AC went out and we was in here some baked potatoes up in this. Look, I felt like I was in a Spike Lee movie. You know, in Spike Lee movies, everybody looked like they hot. Everybody sweating. Kirkland. Yeah, everybody was just hot. That's how I felt when I came over. But I'm so happy because I got my AC fixed. I'm very excited and happy about just everything right now. Like life, life is, I like the pace of my life right now. I like that I am getting into a rhythm and a flow. I'm not, I'm not rush, 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 rush anymore. I know I used to have a big issue as far as like, um, cause I'm a list person, you know what I mean? Like completing mm-hmm. everything on the list and you know, gotta hurry up and gotta, gotta get it done. Now yeah. it's just like, huh, if it doesn't get done, hmm. I'll do it next time. And I really like that. I really enjoy that. I'm finally getting into my rhythm of just allowing and being grateful for what it is that I can do in the day and letting whatever be, be whatever it's going to be. Mm. It's more of a peaceful existence. You're you're worrying about the things you have control over, and that's the other things right. you are just letting it be. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's a great way. To, that's a great way to take away some stress from you. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Especially if you are an overthinker like myself, or you are a um, person who is really into making to do lists or check off lists or things like that. Um, finding some balance, understanding that you cannot plan life. Life happens while you're planning things. Yeah. And um, when you figure that out and you realize that the world doesn't stop spinning on its axis and the world doesn't implode into a million pieces if you don't complete things in the time frame that you have magically set up in your mind, it becomes a lot more enjoyable, you know, so... I was excited. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah, you know, everything, like I said, you have to worry about the things you have control over. And, you know, you have a lot on your plate. And Mm -hmm. it actually, sometimes, sometimes people who are more go with the flow, Mm -hmm. sometimes they need a little bit more rigidity. And some people who are more rigid need more go with the flow. That's very true. Need a good balance of that. Yes. 
you know it's about taking that pressure off of yourself and being able to do what you need to do yes. you know so yeah um what's some what's some thoughts so far my first thought is happy father's day happy father's day to, to me yes yes <laughs> happy father's day you know what no, I know you know what. Happy Father's Day. No, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we not I appreciate just, that. Listen, listen. Tony is a father to so many in so many different ways, but he has two lovely little boys and two, uh -huh. one beautiful chocolate baby girl. Uh -huh. And he is a phenomenal father. Um, so um, I try my best. He is a phenomenal father, y'all. And so... We not gonna go no further without saying that on Father's Day. Yeah, of course, of course. Shoot, talking about some, you know what? No, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> you go. Well, I was thinking like, what do I have planned? I was thinking like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't have anything planned. I, I, me personally, I don't. I don't really care that much about holidays. I know, but my thing is like certain things. Except Christmas. Of Christmas, I do. care about Christmas. I love Christmas. Other than that, other holidays, I just be like, I'm just going to work and call it a day. I feel like certain holidays should be acknowledged. Personally, I feel a personal responsibility for Father's Day. I, I always felt this way. Well, one, my father's gone, so there's that. Mm -hmm. uh, happy Father's Day to my dad in heaven. Yes, but happy, happy Heavenly Father's yes, Day. Yes, Happy Heavenly Father's Day. But I always, I feel like in the black community, um, fathers get the shitty end of the stick, always. And I feel like every opportunity that we get to praise fathers that are fathers, mm -hmm. we should take that. I feel like because mothers in um black families are heavily matriarchal um led um mother's day is always a big thing you know what i mean it's always gigantic and father's day is always like did we miss that already like no one yeah. ever knows what weekend it is people always forget what's going on mm -hmm. it's like this last minute situation and i feel like we should celebrate it's not as more. it's not as revered it's it's not as it sucks yeah it's just like i don't and i don't know why that is i wonder i mean the the easy answer is to say well you have a lot of absent fathers and single parent homes have a lot of single mothers and so father's day isn't necessarily revered because of that but i just feel like there's big something bigger because the thing about it is yes there are a lot of absent fathers but let me be real my generation as of late i want to say at least as of the last five five years we'll just keep it keep it here five years mm -hmm. i've seen more present fathers than i've seen absent fathers yeah and I feel like that that trend is shifting, but no one is really truly acknowledging that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like there are a lot of fathers that are fathers. And there are a lot of fathers who step in and be fathers for kids that are not theirs. And that needs to be highlighted. Like, there are a lot of men who are out here being father figures to these children whether they have a father whether they need extra assistance any of that and i feel like that is something that we don't talk about we're so we we still hurt over the wound of a lot of the fathers walking away that we don't realize that there are a lot of people who stayed 
And there are a lot mm -hmm. of people who are picking up the pieces of what was left behind. And it wasn't them who broke the broke the thing to begin with. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I I totally agree. I think that we get kind of it gets kind of overgeneralized. Yeah. Um, and it's almost like you have to prove that you're a good father. Like I hate that you automatically assumed. You know, especially when you talk about the court system. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to fight for your right to be a father, whereas a mother just gets to be a mother. And I think for a lot of men, it's it's very defeating. Uh, it's um, it's a lot of anxiety that comes with it because you're like, man, I got to make sure I have an attorney. I got to make sure that I'm showing that I can take care of the children. And it's so much that you have to do as a as a quote unquote non because most men are going to most fathers are going to be the non custodial parent. Yeah. Um, and so you have to prove so much. And then that's just in the court. Now you have to deal with with the woman's emotions behind everything. If she hasn't necessarily dealt with. Um, you are not working out or she hasn't dealt with her emotions with that sometimes that bleeds over into the courtroom and now you have to fight you have to fight that and the court you know yeah. the government so it, it can be very uh, it can be very defeating for a man to go through all that yeah. you know and then that's just that but then you add in what you probably deal with on a daily you know um, you're trying to get your children and the mom is getting in the way or right. you're trying to you know spend more time with them doing a b and c and you have to deal with the fact that the mom doesn't want you to see them or a mom maybe makes you look bad or talks about you badly right and so you have all you have this mountain of of junk, trials just yeah. trials and tribulations to go through just to be a dad and something you know what I just feel like, why is that not celebrated? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, think about how the mountain you have to climb just to even be called a You day. know, honestly, I I would say over the last few years, I actually understand. And I know this is not a popular opinion. Uh -huh. But I understand men just walking away from not yeah. only the mom, but the children. I understand yeah. it now. Yeah. Because I think, not in all cases, because there are some men who just don't even care and they just move on. Right. I think in a lot of cases, sometimes the 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 government and the child support and dealing with the woman and her feelings and her emotions over everything going on with the children, sometimes that can be so much to where it's just easier to just walk away. And a lot of men are not willing or not able to to fight all that yeah. because now you got to fight all that. You got to fight your own issues that you have. So you're trying to fight your issues and everything else is being piled on top. A lot of men cannot handle that. Right. And so it's easier for some men to say, you know what, I'm going to worry about myself and I'm going to get myself together. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go do my own thing because this is not working out for me. And they leave. And then hopefully they hope that the kids come back around when they get older. But by that time, the kids then been conditioned by the mothers and the mother's family that their father was a deadbeat or this sperm donor. Yeah. And they, they grow up not having any respect for that man. And then they grow up and they reach out to the man and they say, hey, why didn't you want to, why weren't you around? And the man can't even really fully articulate it because they've already been conditioned so much from the mother side to where it's like, I'm fighting your mom all over again. You so, know, so, so I, 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 I would say going through my own situation, you know, my daughter, I told you before that she's not biologically mine. Um, and I know her dad left. Mm -hmm. And going through what I'm going through, it actually helped me to understand 
a little bit more it had me give it it helped me to be more empathetic and maybe have more compassion for yeah. her father leaving because who knows what he was dealing with when he you know yeah. i'm a person who's i'm a patient i'm a i would say i'm a healed individual i'm a patient individual i have a a very easygoing demeanor about me and a good head on my shoulder every man can't say that and yeah. so i can only imagine going through what i'm going through and having and then, other things yeah but then what if i was just like maybe what if i wasn't a healed individual what if right. i had a lot of struggles going on and now you add on this i might have yeah. walked away too yeah. you know so it helped me to just be like okay let me hear the man out let me see maybe let me not have so much vitriol for him because it might have been that type of situation for him that's very true you know and i think that even those men should be celebrated as well too you know for I, happy father's day i feel like everyone should be so a father is a father you know what yeah. i mean just like when people be like a mother is a mother like i just i i feel like there's this war that's going on and at some point um you gotta be able to say you gotta be able to look at look at what it is and say okay don't you think that they got had enough? Like, when you gonna allow the men to breathe just a mm. little bit? It's you know what I mean? Like, you're just beating the hell out of them. Yeah. Every chance you get, it's like I don't, I don't understand it, and I, I just really and truly hope and wish that people would um, take their own hurt out of situations and really look at them for what they are, because you're not hurting, you're not hurting. You're hurting more than just that man. I'm going to put it mm -hmm. to you that way in the situation. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of people say the phrase, um, um, my mama was my mama and daddy. I hate that. <laughs> I, I hate, hate it that. too. <laughs> I hate when a woman says I'm the mom and the dad or a child says she's a mom and dad. No, she's not the dad. She's the mom. Yeah. She's the mom. Yeah. We don't have to. We don't have to make it bigger. We don't have to make it smaller. She's the mom. Yeah, you didn't. If your dad wasn't around, you did not have a dad, mm -hmm. because your dad presents a whole different type of energy in a relationship. Mm -hmm. You don't have that, and so it's okay. It's not okay, but it's it is what it is. But you can't over. You can't make a woman Substitute. be a father. Yeah, yeah, that's not the same thing. So I I bring that up because I wanted to ask you. I'm sorry, y'all. We'll get into the journal process. I know. I'm like, hold on. We need to go back. But we will. But I just wanted to ask this. All before right. we move off of it because we in a flow um your opinion um your pitch pitch your pitch give me the importance of black fathers <clears throat> the importance of back black back black <laughs> fathers um i would say that black fathers are not only the foundation of the family but they are the foundation of the community um, I think that having black fathers around increases economic empowerment, it increases education it increases um, discipline within a gr given group of people when you have a man that is the, when you have a black father who is the patriarch of the family that is well respected i think that family has order yeah you know when you know we talk you know i, I talk a lot about 
you know, prehistoric, not prehistoric, but like early man, when you think about African tribes, we talk about when there was a dispute among the family, the coat, the tribe, they would go to the elder, yeah. which was oftentimes a black man. Mm-hmm. And they would bring their dispute to that man and he would decide and everyone had enough respect for that man to say, okay, that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. We're going to let this go because he decided that. I think when you have a black father that is is a rock in a place of a voice of reason i think you have the foundations to be a successful people Mm. um and so i think black fathers are super important not only to their families but to the community what do you think that we in this day and age um with modern women I use quotations, heavy quotations mm-hmm. on that. Um, what can we gain from having a, a two-family household, an active uh, black father in a situation? What can we gain from that? And what needs to be done in that relationship to maintain um, or yeah maintain a two family household is there something that needs to happen with women or do you feel like no or so the first question you what was the first question what do you think that we can gain from having a black family because you know there's a lot of women black family like a, a black black mother, man. mother and father yeah because there's a lot of women who don't really necessarily feel like it's necessary my mama was a single woman yeah. i could be a single one you know what i mean I, yeah i think that the single parent household has been normalized yeah to where it's almost like and i, I noticed this with women like sometimes they'll have a, a father for their children that's that, that the father of the children will still be around and still taking care of the child but the mother will still proclaim themselves as a single mother and it's almost like I see that it's almost like a badge of honor. Like, I, you know, you see on social media, when I start seeing women say, it's just about me and my kids at this point, it's like I start to see the the push, the push pushing away of the black father. Yeah. And I think that in order for us to continue to have healthy relationships, I think first both people have to put their pride aside. Yeah. I think any anything that you're struggling with, I believe in therapy. I think that everyone should go to therapy and work through their just work through their their internal thoughts, their internal um, law, like that they, they they go by their, right. their thought process. I think mean, you need to challenge that to see what it is. Is there anything in there that needs that's not working out for me? I need to work through those things. Um, black men as well. I think we all need to go through those. We need to go through therapy. Um, and get some counseling you know I think that even when you're dating I think that once you commit to one another person and you all are like exclusively dating I think counseling should become a regular part of the courting process of the mm-hmm. dating process because I think that I look at counseling like like getting your oil changed like yeah. your car doesn't have to be broke down for you to take it to the shop you take it to the shop get your oil changed to keep it running smoothly right and I think counseling I think Consistent counseling in a couple is an oil it's change. actually it's like getting an oil change. This is making sure that everybody's Maybe. still on the same page, making sure that we work through issues healthfully, 
Maybe we don't even, maybe the therapist brings up something that we didn't even think about. Yeah. And now it brings something to the forefront. Like, oh, maybe we need to talk about this more. Um, I'm glad we caught this before it became an issue. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't Wrong wait till, you, don't wait till y'all done with each other to then go to counseling. Don't wait till you run out of gas to yeah. try to look for a gas station. Yeah, don't wait till the engine fall out to actually do something about your car. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you should have, you, you heard that noise under the hood. You know that wasn't normal. You know damn well you heard right. that. You, <laughs> You know you wasn't happy by what that man said, or man, you know you wasn't you wasn't okay with what she did. And you just let it keep going, like no, let's maintain this relationship so that it can be it can both go in the right direction. Um, and so I definitely think that the big thing I think is people have to appreciate each, each other. Mm-hmm. I think that we live in we live in a culture that it's almost like. It's it's like a sign. It's like people frown upon you valuing somebody. What what do you expound upon that? What so, I hear a lot of people say, "I ain't begging nobody for their attention. I'm not begging nobody for love. Mm-hmm. If they don't want to be with me, or if they want to act this way, then I'm not even." It's like everyone has this prideful stand where they don't want to humble themselves. Yeah, they don't want to submit themselves to each other. And yeah. people, you hear submit, people think automatically think slavery. Like no. Submitting is saying that I value you mm-hmm. and I want to do whatever is necessary to make sure you know that mm-hmm. and foster a healthy relationship with you. Now, what's the what's the line there? What's the line? Yeah. Is there a line where you shouldn't I think the I think first before you submit yourself to someone, you talking about submitting? Well, not necessarily. I guess, well, submit or value. I was I really talking that, about the value. I think that... If if you valuing someone else devalues you, mm-hmm. I think that that's a, that's a too high of a price. I I feel like you should repeat that. If valuing someone else devalues you, that is very that was too steep of a price. You should not do that. Like if 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 you saying you know what I'm going to listen to you, I'm going to follow you, and I'm going to uh, be there to support be there to support you. But you know that that person is not going to do the same for you. You know that man is cheating on you, or you know that woman is not going to um, give you any any appreciation in return. I think that valuing that person actually is a detriment to you. Because, I think that's because important. you're pouring, you're pouring, like you talk about pouring from your overflow. If you're you, you're basically pouring from an empty pitcher. Yeah. In that case, in which you're going to be empty and they're going to be full. Yeah. And they're still not going to appreciate you. I've been in that situation. You know, and so, so I think that people, you have to be, you have to, I, you know, I tell my, I tell my lady this, I told her this when we first started dating, I was like, I think that relationships works, I think a relationship works really well when both people are trying to out appreciate each other. Yeah. I think when my goal is to appreciate you and make you, make you feel like you're valuable and you're doing the same for me. Man, you're always cool. full. Yeah, we always full. You always win. Yeah. You're always winning, right? I agree with that so much. Like you're always winning, and it's a it's a thing. I put up a post. Um, I think it was well a couple of days ago. I don't remember which. And that's not to say that someone else is in charge of your happiness. Like, Very that's true. different. You're you're supposed to be in charge of your own happiness. Another person is supposed to add to that, and so another person shouldn't be taken away from your happiness. You know, and so I do want to make that make that known here. Like we're not. I'm not saying that you're sniffing others in charge of making sure you're happy. No, you're in charge of making sure you're happy. Facts. You know, but your sniffing others should be 
adding to that happiness that you're already experiencing. I put up a post a couple of days ago and it says, I stopped buying stock and people who yield little to no return on my investment. Mm, 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 mm. Audit your portfolio. Mm -hmm. I think that is so important. That well, I woke up. Um, I I do meditation and prayer in the morning. That was what That's was great. given. That was what was given to me that day, and um, it was it was so it, it just hit me a different kind of way. You know what I mean? Like we we invest so much in people who do not invest anything into you, and we feel like since we've been investing in this for so long. You know, I've been investing in GE all my life. Mm -hmm. I've been investing in Boeing all my life. My grandma invested in Boeing. Of course I'm invested in Boeing. It's like, yeah, but what has Boeing ever done for you? What has GE ever done for you? And don't tell me, oh, they gave you a half of a percent of a penny in 10 years. Like, is that really worth the amount of the investment that you've been giving to these people? You know what I mean? Like, when people are yielding that little of anything in return to you, it's like, what are we, what are we doing? You know what I mean? And mm. why are you doing this? Are you doing this more so because you've been doing it for so long? For the look of it? Mm -hmm. Like, what's, what are you really, what is your real reason why you're doing this? Mm. And why you are still attaching yourself to people? So I feel like a lot of that, a lot of that behavior, what you you called it, um, what you call it, pride? No, you didn't call it pride. What you call it? It's, just, it's pride and ego. Yeah, but you called it something. What you call it? Um, when they don't, when they feel like they too good to say that they shoot. I just said prideful. Prideful, but you said something. It was a statement. That when they feel like they too good to say. Oh, like say they value you, like yeah, like when they say like that whole um, people. Like I'm not gonna beg. That was it. That was it. I feel like people get to that point to where they feel like they had to say, "I'm not gonna beg for nothing. I'm not gonna chase nobody mm -hmm. because I ain't they have nobody because they have already invested so much in that thing already, and they have gotten to the point to where that thing has broken them beyond repair mm -hmm. and now their emotions are damaged yeah that they, they feel they have to say things to make them feel stronger than what they are mm -hmm. that's what i really honestly think at that point yeah. because i can understand that i feel like it, i feel like i honestly feel like that always comes from a hurt place yeah I don't feel like it comes from a healed place ever. Like I feel like that person is always hurting. That's saying that. That's not a mm. person that's just like healthy and healed and like. Cause when you're moving, when you're moving on, you ain't gotta announce your exit. You just gonna exit. Right. You know yeah, what I mean. Once you're done, you're just gonna be done. You don't have to make an announcement. You don't have to say anything. You almost don't want to make an announcement because you don't want to have any further conversation it. about it. Right. Your decision is already made. Right. That's why, like, when people go on social media and they be like, "I'm, I'm deactivating my page because I need a break." I'm like, just deactivate it. What you gotta announce it for? I hate that. Just, just, de just deactivate it and just go about your life. I hate that, and I hate when they announce when they back. I hate right. all of that because right. they coming back. Right. I you coming back? <laughs> what you announcing that for? We gonna see your post. 
And we gonna be like, oh, dang, you back. You ain't gotta announce it. <laughs> Only gonna be gone maximum 30 days. Right. The, la- the last <laughs> few times I deactivated my pages, I just deactivated. I just I just drifted off in, in the darkness. And I'm like, man, what happened to Tommy? I noticed you ain't. And honestly, a lot of times, when you, if you do it that way, you'll realize that some people didn't even care. Yep. They didn't, they didn't even notice you was gone. They didn't gone. even know you was gone. <laughs> You'd be like, dang. You know, so. But yeah, um, I, I definitely think that, um, you know, I've, I've definitely had my, you know, I've had situations where, um, where, you know, someone I was with would say something like, I'm not going to chase you. If mm. they want to leave, they can leave. And it's like, if, if I cared a lot about a woman and she felt a certain way about our relationship, then that's where I, I submit myself. If, if, if it's something that I'm not putting my value uh, behind someone else's value, you mm-hmm. know, but it's, I'm managing to sit here and say, okay, I value you. Obviously there's something going on in this relationship that you are having an issue with. What can I do to fix it? Yeah. Especially if it's not, I feel like people get a misconception of what chasing is. I don't feel like it's chasing. If a person is your person that you are with is hurting or they're bothered or, you know, they're having an issue in the relationship and you humbling yourself to say, okay, I'm going to do my part of resolving this issue is not chasing a person Mm -hmm. that is you being an active participant in a relationship i feel like people feel like relationships are meant to be a situation where a person is just catering to you the whole time and whatever you want in the whole time and that's just not what it is a relationship is a give and take a relationship Mm -hmm. is a balance and a compromise that's what a relationship is it's it's taking two uniquely wonderfully made individuals and having them coexist as one Mm -hmm. do you know how freaking crazy that's like do you know how insane that is that's an art putting two completely different individuals together and letting them walk and become a whole new thing as one Yeah, because they're still themselves apart but when they come together they become a new creature together yeah that's that's you can't just shove things together and make it a new creature Mm -hmm. trust me the government has tried you know (laughs) yeah takes work you know, to become one. When two people become one, it takes a lot of work. Yes, it does. It takes people having to shed a little bit of themselves. Yes, it like, not, saying that, not saying that you stop being who you are, but you learn to allow another person to fill areas of your life that maybe you, they're better at, mm-hmm. you know? You know, I've heard of people who, I, they struggle with, what? Um, Sorry. Oh, uh, <laughs> They struggle with, Maybe money management, but one person doesn't. Maybe mm-hmm. one person know how to take care of money. So then they put that person in charge of that, and they say, okay, I'm not even going to worry about it no more. You got one person who's like a bill person, who's on top of bills, or you got a person that's on top of like a schedule, like keeping the house together mm-hmm. and making sure things are good on the house. So then you're not good at that. Okay, I'm going to let you handle that, and I'm going to handle what I'm good at. And then you become one person instead of two people. Okay, what's one thing you're good at, one thing you... Or hoping that a mate would be good at for you. Um, I am good at saving. Ooh, that's I'm, a good I'm one. I'm good at saving money. I think most men are good at saving money. 
I could be wrong. Like, uh, you know what I thought popped in my head the second you said that? What? Is his name Julius? Off of Everybody Hates Chris, the daddy. Oh, the, the dad, yeah. He's like, hold on. We spent $6.66 on groceries here. Why, why are we spending all this on camel? Yeah, I'm not like that. I'm not cheap. Like, I'm not cheap. That's not cheap. That's just money management. That's... That's very rigid money management. I'm not the that rigid. Cheap I'm, part was when I'm an easygoing like, person. Like I spend my money, but I'm always about trying to save. Like if anything, like I'll get paid, and I'll take a large chunk of my money and put it in a savings account, and then I'll try to live off whatever I left for myself, and then I end up having to dip into it. But it's better than me just putting a Everything. little bit, and then like under saving. So mm-hmm. I try to save as much as I can. Cause I feel like I can live off a certain amount, mm-hmm. you know. So, like, I'm the type of person. Just use an example. What if I get paid eighteen hundred dollars on my paycheck, right? Mm-hmm. I'll take a thousand to put it in savings. It's a challenge. It's you, yeah, the way like, you okay, smile. I'm, the way you smile, and you like it's a challenge. Yeah, it's like a challenge. It's like okay, <laughs> thousand savings gone. All right, make eight hundred work. Okay, I'm gonna pay half of this bill. I, I'm a type of person. I pay half my bills every paycheck. Oh, that's smart. Um. And then okay, I'm gonna take this, and I'm gonna put, and I might even try to save more. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna charge myself even more. I'm gonna take uh, two hundred more out, and I'm gonna save that, and I'm mm. gonna try to live off two hundred for the next two weeks. Uh-huh. It don't work all the time, <laughs> but, but it's a good thing. It's to just try. like trying, and so I end up saving more than I would have had I been like, okay, I'm just gonna save five hundred because right. I feel like if I have it in my checking account, right, I'm gonna want to spend it. Mm-hmm. But if it's in my savings, I'm gonna think about like, ooh, I gotta, I gotta transfer that. I don't. Do I really want to do that? Right. You know, and so it makes me think about it more. So I would say that that's one thing that I'm really good at is saving. Um, and I'm somewhat good on or, like, being organized. I like my uh-huh. house to be organized. One thing I'm not good at is probably um, taxes. Yeah. I'm not really good at taxes. I'm not really good at. I'll say this. I, <laughs> this is funny. I am terrible at cleaning bathrooms what, why, why in particular for some reason bathrooms just give me a nauseous feeling oh well I can understand that and so it takes a lot for me to just clean a bathroom mm-hmm. I'll clean the kitchen all day I'll clean the living room all day I'll keep my room he clean he said give me the rest of the I'll, house the rest of the house <laughs> I got it bathroom <sighs> no ma'am you know so if you could take care of the bathrooms and keep the, the and pay, chair there and get the taxes together. Get the taxes we in, the in the bathroom. Ah, oh, we good. We he good. Said we in the money. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, you don't need that much. Listen, right. what about you? What is something you good at? Or something that you okay? Need something help that with? I am good at. I am very. I feel like I am very um, good at. I'm a very encouraging person. Okay. I feel like I'm a very. I'm very good at. That. I'm very good at nurturing. Okay. And like uplifting and encouraging people and I'm sorry, y'all. No, it's okay. Okay. Uh uplifting and encouraging people. I'm very good at that. Um I feel like um I am a what's the word? Like a um I hate to use the word pusher because then people think I'm like pusher. a drug dealer. Y'all no, but like a, I'm like a motivator. You know what I mean? Okay. Like I feel like I'm really good at that, and I think that I'm very good at coming up with good ideas and strategies and things, okay. things of that nature, uh, problem solving stuff like that. 
I feel like that I'm really good at that outside of the basic, you know, girl stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like those are qualities that I feel like that stand out a little bit more than, um, you know, cook clean, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But um, I think that I'm very good. Like those are my phenomenal traits. Some of, some of my phenomenal traits. Mm -hmm. What about the areas that you probably your party needs to be good? In? Child, child, I'll tell you right now. Please know something about these cars. <laughs> Cause I couldn't. I wouldn't know a thing. Let yeah, me tell you. Just gonna keep driving, huh? First of all, I'm just not good. I'm not good. Okay. I'm not good at cars, anything that has to do with a car at all. Driving the car, knowing nothing about the car, because I don't care. Okay. I've never been, you know how people be like, oh, I want a Mercedes, I want a, I am not that girl. I don't care. Does it have windows that I don't have to crank like a jack-in-the-box to lay up and down? Does does the when I turn the key it turns on and I do? Does it get me to where I need to go? Does it get me where do I need to go? Does it have tires on it that won't have me flattened on the side of the road? Mm -hmm. Does it have AC and heat? Listen, these is the bare minimum. This is this, people be like those is the bare minimum. That is literally all I need. That's all I need. I don't know the differences between cars. You know this for a fact. I can look at a car and don't even know that this the car that I'm supposed to be looking at. I can't even recognize cars from cars. Yeah. So this is how much I don't care about cars. So I'm annoyed with cars. And cars like need a lot of work and stuff. You know what I mean? I just be over it. I just really do. I be like... I'd be so over it. If I never had to drive a car ever again in life, I'd be happy. I really would. I'd be the I'd be the wife with the map, making the sandwiches on the side and telling the kid I'm I'm that person all okay. damn day. That <laughs> listen, I'm that person all day. Listen, that would be amazing to me. And what else is a good thing? Um just um I don't know how to describe it, but like I feel that my partner needs to come with some sort of. You probably can fix what I'm trying to say better than what I'm saying. It. You know how men just kind of have vision, like. Sometimes. They have okay, but you can't help <laughs> me neither. But you know how men just kind of like have a plan, like yeah. this is what we're doing. Yeah. Okay, this is what we're doing. Yeah. That is important. That, if you, need, you got you that. Need direction. I don't need direction. Well, not need, a strong word, but like. I don't need any of it. However, if I'm going to be in a partner, if I'm going to have a partner, that's what I would prefer. I would uh, prefer to have a partner that has a plan, you know what I mean, and a vision and things that they. Of course, I have my own plan and vision for my own life. You want them to have one too, so you all can I, help each other. Yes. Not only that we can help each other, but also I would like for him to be able to say, okay, I should have my own plan of vision. My partner should have his own plan of vision. And then what I mean is my partner has a plan of vision for what we are together as a unit, as a budding new family, whatever. They have a plan and vision in mind. So that way we're like, okay, what are we doing? Mm. It's not just... I don't know what you think we should do. No, come to the table with knowing something, what you going to do. 
You know mm. what I mean? I feel like it's like a man thing. Like, I don't know. I don't know the words for it. Like, it's like a man thing. It's like a. Well, I, I hate to use all the words that I'm thinking. I don't want to say them because I feel like people will take them out of context. But it's like having a level of protection and authority over the situation. You know what I mean? Not saying that I'm trying to be a slave or pick Misha or subservient. It's just that I feel like if I am going to be uniting with another individual, it takes a lot of stress off of my mind. Uh-huh. If I'm not carrying this other grown person, yeah. also, before we even get to the you point want of thinking someone about that's children, holding their weight, yes, you want someone yes. who has goals and that they're trying to achieve them. Drive because one thing that encourages you with your partner is to see them working, you know, towards their goals too. It actually in it, it it instills in you the desire to make your goals work. Yeah, too. I'm a I'm a person. It's like a healthy competition. I am that in every way. Yeah. This is what I was saying, like, when I say I'm a pusher, you know what I mean? Like, I like to compete, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, especially if my partner is similar to me, you know what I mean? If I'm doing something, my partner is also interested in it, my partner is also has his drive to do this thing, too. Yeah. Then I'm going to be like, and not only that, I grew up, I was a tomboy growing up, you know what I mean? So, it's like, very much that mindset, anything, anything you can do, I can do also, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So if my partner is out here killing it, then it's like, okay, my partner's doing this. I can, I know that I can do this. I can try. I can do it. It's almost like pushing, pushing the, it's iron sharpening iron, pushing the best out of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I can't be with nobody who just pulls nothing out of me. Mm-hmm. What's the point in that? Yeah. I don't, I it's, don't. It's, 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 it's how can you be a better version of yourself or the person you're spending so much time with is not and still it's not bringing that out of you you know you're just basically sitting still when your dog farted again yes <laughs> <laughs> she's asleep oh, so I can't even be get mad. out of here put her in a cage or something why she gotta be over here next to us I don't she jeez <laughs> but yeah I, I I totally agree you know I think that having a woman who has her own goals but at the same time is willing to to push you to, to meet your goals like that's great because I know the type of man I am I'm going to encourage I'm going to be interested in what they're interested in right. and I'm going to push her you know her to do whatever she needs to do and it's great to have a woman that does the same for you yeah and not not like a woman who's forcing you like you know, I've been in relationships where a woman wants you to do something and so they nag you to do it. I don't want and instead that. Of, instead of saying, okay, maybe that right now, that's not where their head's at. So the, let me find out where you're at. Because the thing about it is, what I mean is, if I have dreams and goals, and you have dreams and goals, me seeing you going after your dreams and goals is going to inspire me mm-hmm. to go after mine. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you don't have nothing, your only dream and goal is to make it to Friday so you can go out. Yeah. What the fuck am I going to do with that? Like, yeah. I can't. I can't with that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to down anybody who that's their dreams and goal. It's just like, for me, that's not it for me. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that. You know, so I think that, like I said, you have to find someone who 
who who makes you a better version of yourself you know so yeah, yeah. so let's go back to the beginning <laughs> let's go back to the <laughs> start let's talk some, let's in, let's talk about the affirmations and from, from last week, week. Um, you want to start with the affirmations? Yeah, so last week's affirmations were as follows. I am enough. I am striving for what is best for me. And I am worthy of all I desire, flaws and all. Mm. What you think about those? I am striving for what is best for me. Mm. That's what I think. That's the one that spoke That's to the That's the most. one. That's the one right there. I feel like um, um, a lot of times when you are working um, in this world and things get kind of hard, mm-hmm. it's real easy to be like, F this. Why am I even doing this? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that reminder of I am striving for what is best for me. Okay. Even if something may seem difficult. And what I mean by difficult, so let me put things in context because I'm all over the place. So um, recently, this, well, I've been doing it for a while, but I've been very seriously, seriously working on my shadow work and um, uncovering um, traumas and things like that. And sometimes those can, that can be very, very hard, Mm. you know. Um, especially for a person who has intentionally um, made uh, friends with their shadows. Like, oh, that's my friend. Gonna be with me forever. Yeah, you know this is I who mean? I am. Like, just, this is, listen, take this me, is who take we me, are. Take me for who I am. Take me, me as I am. Yeah, or take nothing at all. And like, then, for real, just. And be mad when people don't take them as they are. Yeah. And so, like, I've been really intentionally uncovering my shadows like ugly crying uncovering my shadows and sometimes it sucks because I think I see myself as a baby thug sometimes in my heart I'm a thug thug. in my heart I'm like a baby Yoda thug for real I got it (laughs) it's in there it it may be hidden behind all this other stuff but it's in there I'm Uh a G I'm a G what does that mean? You don't have no feelings? Is that, is that what it, nah, when someone says you know, a baby thug, what does it mean? What does that mean to you? What that means to me is that I'm strong and okay. that things don't break me, you know, easily. But when you start crying, you be like, oh, Lord. You does know crying I mean? mean that something broke you? I'm working on that. I'm working on that. Hmm. That's a part of it. That's a part, that's a part of, that's a part of it. See, what I have learned, um, is that crying actually makes you very strong. You know what I mean? But, you know, um, that's something that I'm not ashamed to say that I've been working on. Because, Mm. you know, I thought strength was withstanding and sitting in it and just Cleo on set it off. Yeah. I'm going to go out like a G. Like, I I, I thought that's what it was. And it's like, no, that's not. That's... That's actually very weak. That's like the easy way out. But, you know, like when things get really hard and when it gets really easy to just fall back into old ways, you have to remember that you are striving for your best self. You're striving to be the best version of who you are. And when you make that um, 
affirming statement to yourself, it helps you to remember why you're pressing on mm. and why you're withstanding the fire of whatever it is that you're walking through. Yeah. So that's what it was for me. It was that for me. Mm. I'm striving for what is best for me. I got you. Um, I think that for me, um, I think it's a part of I am enough. It's such a simple statement. But it's so powerful. But it's so powerful because a lot of times we feel like we're not good enough for yeah. certain things. Uh, I know like as a therapist, a lot of times when I'm meeting clients, sometimes I'm just like, man, I suck. You really be you thinking know? that? Sometimes I do. You know, sure. Or if I meet a new client, I'm like, man, how am I going to make them think that I'm a good therapist. Like I have like that really irrational thought in my head. Imposter syndrome. And so what I'll do is I'll go in the mirror before I meet a client and I'll just talk to myself. Mm. And I'll tell myself like you're here for a reason. You did all this work. God blessed you with this talent, with this gift. Mm -hmm. And he brought you to this place because you were enough. Right. And so telling myself that actually empowers me to where when I do meet meet clients it's like i have that encouragement already going inside of me mm-hmm. and so i do a lot of mirror work you know with myself mm-hmm. um and so i am enough is something that i have to constantly tell myself right you know even as you know a you know a bigger guy like, yeah i've been big my whole life i had stints of smallness hey man but well, overall, 20, 2016 was a good year yeah overall though <laughs> i've been big my whole life and so there's been a lot of insecurities with that, you know, mm-hmm. of, man, it'd be nice to just be small once, you know, or I see all the small guys getting all this attention. It's like, man. I don't want those. Yeah, I mean, but uh, that's something I have to deal with. You know, just like, yeah. I think it's the same way you see women who they see the magazines and they see the, the view of beauty and that, you know, you need your eyebrows looking like this. You need to have this kind of waist. You need your butt to look like this. You need your nose to look like that. Men go through it too because we see the way that women gawk over men who have these amazing bodies and have these mm-hmm. eight packs and have these muscles and you know we see that we, yeah. we experience it the same way and so when you have a man when you know when you're a bigger guy when you're a bigger kid you see the way that women you know fetish over that and, yeah. you, and you wish that it was you and so you have a lot of insecurities yeah you know so telling myself i'm enough a lot of times is what um, actually it's helped me in my life and so wow. here seeing that as one of your affirmations I was like I use that daily you said that's you know, me that's, that's me that's me right that's there that's me definitely so so yeah that was for me I will say uh, okay so we're next going to talk about the journal prompt the yeah. journal prompt from last week was what is something that you should be holding yourself accountable for are you holding yourself accountable and if not what is stopping you um, I think for me, the thing that sticks out the most is my business. Mm. Um, what I something I should be holding myself accountable for is getting my business up and running. Um, um, so I'm talking about the business bank account, the website, the logo. I mean, I got a little bit of stuff done. Yeah. But it hasn't been a priority as the way that it should be. Yeah. Um, and are you holding yourself accountable? No, I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. not holding myself accountable because I allow things to continue to go and not really, oh, excuse me, make it a priority. Mm-hmm. Um, what is stopping me? I would say what is stopping me is me putting other things ahead of that. 
Yeah. And so, like, my job, I put my job ahead of that. I have personal situations going on in my life, you know, and so a lot of those things are, in my mind, are taking precedent over a lot of stuff. And so it makes it very hard for me to sit down and just focus on my business. Yeah. Um, I could be rigid, uh, you know, I could be managing my time better, but I don't. Um, and so I'm getting in my own way. What is stopping me is me, you know, it, it's yeah. me making it a priority. Um, so I would definitely, that was my journal. That was my answer to that journal problem. What about you? Mine is similar, but not. Okay. Mine is my business, but mine is more like, I do a lot of work for my business, but like, I do a lot of work and I'm like, don't want to show people my work. Mm. That's my problem because I'm like, I don't know if it's done or if I don't know if it's good enough. And then like, I have one of the things that I need to work on with my stuff is I have this thing to where like, I realize I have a problem with, I really have a problem with money. Like ask like the whole concept of money, asking people for money, setting prices. I feel like setting prices is asking people for money. It's weird. I got this weird thing going on in my head. Like setting prices for like your business. Yeah, like for my items. Okay. I feel like this thing goes in my head. Like I'm asking people for money <laughs> instead mm. of like no, this is what this costs. And I don't, I have an issue. I don't know how to break it in my head. Okay. And so, like, I feel like that's, like, the biggest stumbling block of me showing people what I have because people be like, oh, that's nice. How much does it cost? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then even if I did, like, the budget and figured out how much it costs, mm-hmm. then I have this other shadow situation that's in my mind to where it's like, why would you charge them that much money? Mm. It's terrible. It's like, and I realize I really have an issue with money. Like, I really do. Like, my problem is I just be like, I just want to give it to people. And that's not, <laughs> that's not a business. You can't just give shit away. You know do what you, I mean? Do you feel like the price isn't justified? I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know if that's it or if... I really do not know. This is like a really big one for me. Because the thing is, when you value something, yeah, you don't give it away. The person has to has to basically give you something valuable for it. So if you value, but I'm a person that gives a like I'm a big gift giver. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like one of my favorite ways to like show love is to give somebody something. Okay, I think it's very valuable, or to make a thoughtful gift and give it to someone. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's, like, something I've always done since I was a little girl. You know what I mean? So now that it's, like, me taking my talents and making a business out of it, it's this whole thing of... Well, we just said earlier, you know, <laughs> that when you if, you... if you are valuing someone else over you, mm-hmm. then you're doing the wrong thing. Like, but how do I feel? But... Is that really me valuing somebody else? Over because there? you're you're wanting you're, you're putting other people and their happiness before yours. Like yeah, yeah it makes you it makes you happy, but it doesn't it doesn't feed you. And it's like yeah. if it if they they can be just as happy by paying for it, they don't have to have it for free to be happy. 
Yeah. Like they can pay for it and you can be happy and they can be happy. Yeah. You know, or they can feel fulfilled and you can feel fulfilled. But if you're constantly giving away something, <laughs> it you know, our question is do you do you feel like it's valuable? I do feel like it's valuable. I just don't I don't know. I'm weird with money. I just hate I hate the whole concept of money, period. Uh-huh. To begin with, like I think money is so stupid. I understand it's necessary for this. The thing is, you gotta think about created. the time. The time because they're not just paying for the product. Yeah, they're paying for everything, all the energy you put into it. Yeah. And if you put all your energy into something, you get no return. We talk about investing and not having anything in return. Yeah. Then you're you're not doing the right thing. You're gonna be empty. Yeah. You know, and so. Thinking about the time I put into it, the thought energy I put into it, the uh, the creativity I put into it, then the physical labor that I put into it, I'm not just gonna give it to you for free, cause then I just spent the whole day for nothing. Yeah. You know, or I spent a whole two weeks to, for nothing. Yeah. You know, I sat and studied these notes and went over the, you know, as a therapist, like I go, I study these notes and I go over therapy and um, um, philosophy and things like that, so that when I meet with a client. I have something to bring because yeah. my time is valuable. So I'm putting, so when you pay me the fee that I charge, it's not just to sit and listen to you. It was for all the preparation it took to get to you right. so that I can be a better service for you. Yeah. yeah. You know? And so yeah, look at it that way. I, I experienced that too. Like, you know, when people ask me my prices and I tell them, it's like, it's they're the like, worst. man, it's just a lot. That's a lot. And I be in, there's an eternal, uh, argument that goes in my head like Tony just reduce the price so they can get your service. it's the worst feeling and it's so like, man Tony you went to school it's you so went to grad school you paid all this money bruh it sucks I don't care yeah. what nobody say it's the worst that's like one of my biggest things because the only reason I charge money for things is because this world says you need money this world did not need money I saw the post you had posted He's like, like, God told us to, they just want us to come out here to eat. <laughs> For real. Ha, 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 be happy and have sex. And it was like, have children. Eat these fruit, yeah. chill out, watch my God, earth. Nine and ten to y'all have to spend, have money. And raise credit and do all this yeah. goofy stuff. Like, I feel like if this world just said, just kidding, no more money. Everybody just live and be kind to one another. I would be happy because then... 89% of my stress will be gone away. 89% of my stress will be out of here. Mm-hmm. And I could just do what I want to do and live however I wanted to live and give and do all the... I would, I would be full because nothing costs money. Mm-hmm. But because things cost money, it's like now everything that I love to do is tainted with this whole thing of acquiring money. Mm-hmm. It's so annoying. Well, you know, you think about even early times, like there, money hasn't always be a, been a thing, but currency has always been a thing. Yeah. You know, when you talk about uh, land. Yeah. Or um, cattle, or like livestock, or shekels, you know. Shekels. There's always been some form of currency. Sometimes it was it was the harvest. Yeah, your harvest was your was your what you got paid. Yeah, you take ten percent of your harvest and you give it to the community. Yeah, like so there. There's always been a form of currency that it just wasn't as uh, petty as it is now. Yeah, it wasn't as as needed as money is now. Like without money in this world, it's very hard to do much. 
Can't do nothing. Yeah. And so it's I don't know, like it's that's a big thing that I'm getting over. That was why we did the I did the Juneteenth pop up shop thing that I did. Huh? The Juneteenth pop up shop. The Juneteenth pop up shop? Yeah, so So you're not coming to our event, huh? No. The pop up shop was first and then the event is second. Oh yeah, just so you had something doing. Yeah, so the pop-up shop is um, was um, more so because I haven't launched my businesses yet. Gotcha. I won't be launching them till next month. But the pop-up shop was more for getting me out of, basically making me uncomfortable. Because mm-hmm. change can only happen in uncomfortable situations. Mm-hmm. And putting a deadline on something and putting an outward deadline where you have to you're pushed into something is makes I feel like that made it better for me to be more prepared for when I'm really really ready to launch mm-hmm. you know what I mean it made me pick prices for things it made me put out the product the way you know what I got right now mm-hmm. and now people got to look at it see yeah. what people say See how they respond to it, and then take that feedback, whether good, bad, indifferent, or whatever, and you use that information, that intel, to prepare yourself for your launch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. That's what I got. Gotcha. All right. So, um, we got a few topics here. Yeah. You want to start us off, or you want me to start? I want to start with this. Um, topic this on um the shade room the shade room i really want to read this to we you. are here now we are talking about topics in the shade room <laughs> no this needs to be talked about All right. let me find it was a couple of days ago hold on okay it's a scenario i'm gonna read it to you <sighs> this, Lord, okay. this is a text message thread text message nice okay it says hey so hey it doesn't say that but uh, the first person talking is the guy okay second person talking is the girl okay so this is the guy hey you you are wait hey you are you checked into the hotel let me know what's going on i called you like three times wtf girl says I'm so sorry. I just checked in checked in 30 minutes ago. My phone was charging because it died. I'm getting out of the shower now. Guy says, bet I'm on my way to see you. Girl says, huh? Guy says, what do you mean, huh? I'm on my way to hang out with you. Is that an issue? Guys, I mean, girl says, hang out in what way? Guy says... The person's name, they got it blurted out. Okay. So-and-so. We have we have been talking for five and a half months. I flew you out here and got you a hotel. I want to see you, bae. Why are you acting brand new? Mm. Girl says, it's late. I don't want company tonight is all. I'm tired. It's literally after midnight. Guy says, oh, okay. I'll be over in the morning then. I'll let you sleep. She says, over in the morning, just to hang out as friends, right? Question mark. He says, can we FaceTime? Question mark, exclamation point. She says, my phone is still charging. He says, 
Why are you acting different? Do you not want to hang out? I didn't know that I didn't know we was quote unquote just friends. I would not have flown you out. I I don't have intercourse. Not that word. My friends. <laughs> We've been sending nudes and sexing in FaceTime on FaceTime. What am I missing here? She says, I feel like we are rushing things. I don't want to have sex or anything. Just hang out as friends if that's okay. Smiley face. You You are amazing and a good friend. I don't want to upset you. She He says, upset me. I am livid. Right. I paid I'm hot right now. <laughs> he said I paid over a thousand dollars for you to come out here. I don't do that for my friends. You you know you know what? No worries. Since we're friends, I need my money back. Nine hundred and seventy seven dollars and fifty six cents to be exact. She says I don't have that. Why are you acting this way? I just want to take things slow. Please don't be mean. He says, taking it slow would mean me not flying you out here. You played me. So, check out is at 12 p.m. tomorrow. I'm canceling the other two days. I am also canceling the flight back. You can figure it out on your own. She says, wow, so this is how you do, people? I don't have the money to get home. At least allow me to fly back. I'll check out tomorrow. He says, Nah, lose my number and I'll and have a nice life. She says, I'm sorry. You blocked me. Please pick up. I don't have the funds to get home. Shaking my head. Who's wrong? The guy or the girl? Whoo, whoa. <laughs> That's a lot. So I will say that they are both right and wrong in certain aspects. So if I'm if I'm putting my therapist hat on. <laughs> Um, okay, let me speak as a Ooh, man. that's going to be our new segment. What? I'm going to find the most ratchet stuff I can find oh, to let man. you be the therapist. <laughs> as a man, okay, forget that. Forget to being a man. I'm, I'm going to be Tony. I'm going to be the therapist. <laughs> be the person I am. So, first and foremost, he's right in terms of, okay, I'm going to talk about how both of them are right and how both of them are wrong. Okay. All right, so he's right because... Based on their the nature of their communication, the nature of their relationship, he was led to believe that this is they were heading in this direction. Right. Um, based on their communication, uh-huh. who knows what they've talked about prior to? Uh-huh. They might. He might have been like, you know, I can't wait to see you. And she's like, I can't wait to see you either. Right. Right. So, if for a man to put that much money into flying a woman out. He, he did say they were sexting. In most cases, a man is not going to make that type of investment in you unless they've seen that, oh, this is, has a high possibility of being of working out in my favor. Yeah. Right? I'm not fly, I'm not spending $1,000 for you to come visit me in another city if I don't even feel like we are in that place in relationship. Uh-huh. And so I believe he was right in being upset that she didn't want to hang out. Now the whole sex thing, you can't make someone have sex. But we'll get to that later. I don't think he was making her have sex, or, or in, like trying to insinuate that hey, we this is what we were doing. 
why wouldn't we? Like almost I, like he was expecting that. He said he said uh she I think he was saying cuz he was like we he said, I want us to take it slow or something like that. She said in the morning we can hang out as friends, right? Yeah. And he said, "Why are you acting different? Do you not want to hang out?" I don't know. I I didn't know that we were just friends. I would have not flown you out. I don't f my friends. So it so, sounded like he was expecting that that's what they were going to do. And then he continued but based to say, on and then he came, the conversation leading up to that. It sounded like, hey, this is where we're headed. Yeah, because he continued to say we've been sending nudes and yeah. sexing on Facetime. Yeah, what am I missing Probably here? Having phone, having having cyber yeah. sex or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, well, why wouldn't we when we saw each other? <laughs> but it seems, but, if for him to say I don't f my friends, and for her not to rebut rebut that. It made it seem like that she did make some sort of allegation that they were going to have so, sex. I'll say what she did right in that in that aspect is um, she she advocated for herself. She mm-hmm. she said that that's not what she wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very and important. And she stood on that uh-huh. and whatnot. Um, I would say that's the only thing I would say is a positive on her end. Now we talk about the negatives, the things that they were wrong about. He was wrong for expecting. <laughs> Expectations. We talked about that. You know, you, the episode. there's a certain level. You, you cannot expect something of someone because you're, yeah. you're always going to let yourself down. Yeah. You know, if you invited her out, you should have been like, hey, let's hang out. You know, and then that's it. And then wherever she, it goes is where it goes. But I'm not flying you out to have sex with you. He should have flown her out or got the hotel he should have yeah. made her pay for one of the others so I'm that not way saying she, that they didn't do that but maybe. no he he paid for both no no i'm saying i'm not saying i'm thinking maybe they talked about hey this is what we're gonna do when you get here mm-hmm. like coming up with a plan i don't know if they did that or if he just said i'm gonna fly you out and we can hang out he, you know he don't sh- know he still should have even if that was gonna be I feel like you have to you have to allow the other person to come to the fifty yard line. Anytime that you yeah. you do everything in a relationship, you set yourself up to be goofy like right. this every time. Like you said, hey, I get the hotel, you pay for the flight. Yeah, or vice versa. Because now she's investing something yeah. into it too. And so now she's less likely to do what she did. Right, but you gave her everything. You basically like real rolled a red carpet out for her and now she like let me see what else I can get from him. I'm going to see if I can only see him 30 minutes right. while I'm here. Then I'm going to go do whatever else I, I want to do. I'm playing games. Yeah. Sound like. I would say, okay, so what she did, like I said, what he did wrong was the expectations. And I don't like the fact that he kind of got emotional. Uh, he was very upset, obviously. It's okay to be upset. Um, I think that he should have led with what he said. Okay, well, if we're not... Because he was trying to hang out with her. Uh-huh. You know, then it got to the whole sex thing. It's like, okay, I think that's where he lost it. Uh-huh. I would have just stayed with, okay, are we hanging out while you're here? Because we had plans to hang out. What are we doing? Um, we could have just hung out as friends, you know? But it's based, based on her, her energy, it sounded like she was on some BS from the, from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm just like, okay, what are we doing? Um, I would say what she did wrong was Child. she let this man on. 
she made this man believe that their relationship was somewhere where it wasn't. Yeah. Or she's playing games. Yeah. And she doesn't value him, and she's probably tricking off on him. Like, let me just. She got him saying. Let, let me say to her phone is flewed out. Let me just get him a little bit just to get him interested. Child. And then he gonna give me whatever he want, and then I'm gonna do whatever I want. You want to know what I applaud him the most about? What? Even though you say you don't like that he got emotional, I like that he did own his emotions. I like that. He said he was livid. Like he he was said upset. he was livid. He said he he literally said when she was like, "Don't be upset." Like most men would be like, "I ain't upset," and then they will show that they are upset yeah. he, he he owned his emotions and then he said and he and he said just give me my money back he didn't call i'm so i was reading this nervously he didn't call her a, a b yeah, he didn't disrespect he didn't her, disrespect her yeah. at all even when he was like just lose my number have a nice life yeah he he he's from the beginning to the end he still, even in his emotion, mm -hmm. he still maintained his respect for her, even when she really did not yeah. deserve. Every woman deserves respect. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. the way that she was acting, everybody she, deserves respect. She didn't. She did not. Um, she was not respecting him, yeah. and he didn't. She was giving him the runaround, and he didn't disrespect. He still kept. He still respected mm -hmm. her, so I do applaud him for that. That was great. That was he great. was. He gave. The, he did ultimate petty move at the end, but that's his right. That's his. Ain't petty. It's like okay, well, I got you this room in this hotel. You know this hotel and this plane ticket for us to spend time together, mm -hmm. and you didn't come here with the same intentions. So I'm not spending money for you to just. You have a vacation. Mm -hmm. That's not what that wasn't the deal. That wasn't what I was doing this for. Right. And so, because you want to just have a vacation, you could do it on your own dime. So you got one night, and you got a plane ticket here. Congratulations! Mm -hmm. I'll never get that money back, which is cool. But these next two days and that flight home, <laughs> that's all on you. Have a good day. You know, and that's great. That's great that he did that too. That he just, I would have been like, you know, I'm very disappointed in just how everything turned out. I thought that we would be able to spend some time together considering everything we've been, you know, everything we've talked about over the last few, whatever, how long they've been talking, you know. And I just, as of now, I think that I'm just going to go ahead and cancel the rest of the, the, the trip, cancel the flight home, and, you know, we'll just call it even. I hope you have a good I one. just also didn't like the fact that he was like, he was calling her several times and he was like are you here what's going on and she finally replied and then she he was like i'm coming over she was like no and then he was like trying to facetime her and she was like my phone still needs to be charged it was like it just made me think in my head did you come out and somebody else came with you and y'all just in this room, man room together are you talking about the woman or are you talking about the man the woman Oh, you didn't like that. Okay, I yeah, didn't like, like how I like, didn't you like could how me if you could me. Yeah, like you could have at least Facetimed him and told him that you didn't feel comfortable. Yeah, I've already been Facetiming and sexting. Why right, couldn't you, you pick you up the phone? You, you didn't had your, your woman parts all on the screen. <laughs> you can't Facetime the man now. Now he can't see your face. Wow. But yeah, I mean, look, just to be real, ladies. If a man is going to fly you out, it, it don't, flew okay. you out. 
we we're not talking about right or wrong here. We're just talking about how men are. If a man puts that amount of money into flying you out and giving you a hotel room, he has full. He's I am almost a hundred percent sure that he thinks that it's going to result in some sexual activity. That's rent. Yes. <laughs> no, now, unless this man is your family and they're doing you a favor, most men when they do that, they have every intentions of having sex with you. That's rent. Don't think that don't have this naive oh he just did this and we're friends no you're not friends like that men are not doing that we don't do that what you mean T you know no we're not doing that (laughs) I have a lot of female friends yeah you do (laughs) I'm not paying for three nights and a a ticket so you got your own money yeah and then (laughs) no not doing that if it's emergency or something, I might throw a little bit in, but I'm not funding your and, whole trip. And when you throw a little bit in, you're gonna be like, "Where your man at, girl? Right? <laughs> What's going on? Right, no, that's not. That's you know, you're going to give up some. Okay, I don't mean to say that. You're going to give up something if I'm doing that much. I'm. I have confidence that hey, this is where we're headed. I'm only doing that with somebody that obviously I'm only doing that with my lady. But if I wasn't in a relationship, it would be if I'm doing that. It's because I see that oh, potential. this person. We've been building on that, you know, and so when they get here, it's a high prob- probability there that we're going to continue to progress. First of all, we definitely going to spend time with each other. Yeah, we at that's least the whole spend reason time why you came other. in. That's the whole reason why you came in town. Yeah, I don't want to see you. You talking to me like we live together, and you just not tonight, babe. Like what the hell? Right. What? You only here for th- two more nights. You should want to see. I should have been picking you up from the airport. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but she wasn't answering his phone. He was going a little nuts, but I I don't know. I think that that whole situation and it happens so much in these in these celebrity streets. So I don't know who what was that about. But I don't even think it was a celebrity. But men, just buy a plane ticket and go visit her. Said <laughs> so much easier. Yeah, it's just so much easier. You know, if it don't happen, it don't happen. But look, you have to be a hundred percent sure that. Y'all are heading in that direction before you go down that road. And it sounded like this guy thought he they were. And for all intents and purposes, based on what he said, it sounded like they were in that in that place. Yeah. But you know, obviously this you didn't ask enough questions. And honestly, it's only so much you can know about somebody long distance. For real. You know, anybody can be anybody long distance. And so that's kind of the struggle of these long distance relationships too, is that you don't get a chance to really get to know somebody, get to know them, know them, because you only ex- you only get to see what they show you. Yeah. Where you see them in person, you see everything. You see their demeanor. You see mm-hmm. their their energy. You see the stuff they the try stuff to they, hide. The stuff they hide. You see all that stuff when you're face to face. And so yeah, I, I mean, I feel bad for the guy, but it sounded like he he was able to get some kind of um, resolution in all this. So. And hopefully the lady find a way back back home. Maybe she. I want. I guarantee you, he she he wasn't the only one she was tricking off of. She probably got a backup somewhere. But she might have had the other person she was tricking off of in the hotel room. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? So, it's funny because you brought that up. Um, so I wanted to bring up something. Um, so over the weekend, um, I was asked a question. Oh. <laughs> I was asked a question 
And it made me think of it in a larger context. So I'll give you a backstory. So um, at my girlfriend's birthday party that I threw for, um, or that I planned, um, I didn't throw it solely by myself, but I planned it. Um, I was asked by one of her friends, you know, when were we, where was I going to propose to her? When was I going to marry her? Um, and, and the person proceeded to say, um, this woman is a wife and she deserves to be a wife. And what are your intentions for her? And so it made me think, uh, <laughs> it made me think of that question in general. Because I hear that question asked a lot of men. Which question? Of when are you going to marry this person or are you going to marry this person? And it's like, and to insinuate that the woman is, I feel like it insinuates the woman that the woman is the prize. The woman is the desired object in this. Like, it, and it lends to the whole thing about the wedding is about the woman. It's not about the man. And I feel like we live in a society where it's always about the woman and the woman's happiness. And it's like, I think that for me, I am a person, I value myself. I hope so. I value myself. I value what I bring to the table. Mm -hmm. I view myself as a husband, as a husband material. And And so just because a woman is a good woman, just because a woman is viewed as a wife, does not mean that oh okay now that means that I have to commit my life to this person because we're talking about my life not only that you have to understand that just because a woman is a good wife or a man is a good husband doesn't mean that that's your wife or husband Yeah, you have to figure out what is best for you exactly you know and that takes takes time time. takes time you know I also think that and and like I said this, this happens a lot with Situations, I've definitely been in a situation where people are asking, "When are you going to marry this person?" It's like, why? Why do you ask that question? What is it? What is it that? What agenda's going on? Yeah, what's the agenda? <laughs> why? Why can't we be happy where we're at? Why? Why is marriage the goal? Like, what I, are you trying to get? I think a lot of times people um, have an incapacity to. Um, live in the present be in the Mm -hmm. now understand the importance of the now the now is so important the now is everything it's Mm -hmm. always the now right the future never is here right the now is the only thing that matters because once it becomes the 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 then it's it's it can't be changed and the future never comes so the now is what matters if you want whatever you're theorizing in your future you need to focus on what you're doing in your now mm-hmm. and a lot of i think an issue with a lot of women's we talked about this i don't know if we talked about this before if i talked about this with my good good girlfriends mm-hmm. yeah but um the issue with a lot of women when it comes to the topic of marriage as a whole is um having that whole concept of wife and mother validate your womanness Mm -hmm. not knowing who you are as a woman outside of those things Mm -hmm. is the reason why a lot of people are rushing things yeah you know know what i mean and sometimes it's it's sometimes it ain't even you rushing it just like you have like a a mother being like when you gonna give me grandbabies listen lady listen when i'm ready 
when I'm ready. Right. You right. know what I mean? Or like you were saying, a friend saying, when you going to get married? Like sometimes it's not even you, but that rush, I feel like that energy of rush comes from this whole notion that certain titles and certain things validate you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 like and, when you said the statement, she is a wife. It's not that she is a wife. She's a good woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? And good wom- good women are often chosen as wives. You know what I mean? But mm. she's not a wife. She's a good woman. Yeah. And she's a good woman that is that will one day become a wife and a good woman that is a also a phenomenal friend and right. also a miraculous mother and also a fantastic doula and all these other things. She's but at the core, she's a good woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of times we focus on these these titles. Adjectives and yeah. we don't focus on the noun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Put your attentions on the noun, the woman part. Be the woman. You know what I mean? Right. All those other things are just adjectives. And I'm a firm believer also that I think that marriage is forever. It I, should yeah. be forever. It should be. And so if marriage is supposed to be forever, then why are we rushing? That's that. Listen, you already know. Because if we meant to be together forever, then... It doesn't matter when we get married. Now, I'm not saying that you're supposed to wait around for it, but right. I'm also saying that you ain't got to rush it. You ain't got to rush it. If it's, it's no timetable to, to be. Especially if both of y'all are moving in the same direction. Yeah. Y'all are move. Y'all are walking. Y'all are both you're walking in the right in direction. The, but y'all are both hand in hand walking at the same yeah. pace. Yeah. One's not running and the other one's not walking like the sloth. You know yeah. what I mean? But if both of y'all got y'all a nice steady pace and y'all are moving, y'all will get there when you get there. Right. And you It's know, not about getting there when society says you should be. Because a lot of people will be like, oh, it's been 90 days. You should have been fucking them by now. Wait a minute. What right. if that's not how we Where get down? Come from? You, it's society. Yeah. You know what and, I mean? And also, like, when are you going to marry this person? Then what happens? What happens now? Okay. You, you ask me when I'm going to marry you. I tell you tomorrow. Okay, now what? When you going to have babies? Does that mean that something... What changes? Does it mean that... That's the, that doesn't mean that, oh, now it's, it's legitimate? No, that's what's next. Then they push the babies. Yeah. That's you like, know that from it, being married. We've both been there. It's just like, okay. It just becomes the next thing to nitpick about. Yeah. So. And rush about. And it's just like, that's, that's why you... As long as you know... And your person knows what you're doing. Mm. That's all that matters. Outside people really don't matter, and yeah. they really shouldn't have. I just, I, I like I said, the bigger, the bigger issue. I think one of the bigger issues is that there is this undertone that marriage is. Well, I mean, in, I think a lot of men feel this way anyway. I think that men feel like marriage is about the woman; it's not about us. We get, I hate we, that you're saying that. We get we don't get anything out of being married. I hate that because if I am to ever marry again, um, I honestly, I honestly don't want to do. I don't want to get have a ceremony. If I did have a ceremony, it would strictly be for my husband alone. Yeah, because I've already done it, and and even when I went the first time, I, it really wasn't like a ceremony, ceremony. But it's just like. That's 
it's not for me. You know what I mean? Like it's it me doing that would really be more so for everyone else. Mm-hmm. I care more about taking that money and doing something for my family to sustain yeah. to help put us in a better place because we're going to be together. You know what yeah. I mean? That's that's my mindset on things. But obviously if my fiance or my future husband wanted to do that and that was something that he's always wanted it would definitely be everything would be for him so i hate the fact that you're saying that most men feel like the wedding wouldn't is not for them at all because that will it would literally have to be like that for me mm-hmm. just because like when you talking about somebody who's been married and been divorced already it's like seen one seen them all what's i i agree with that i think being married myself and uh, you know, dealing with the whole divorce, it has allowed me to see that just because you get married doesn't mean that you live happy ever after. Child. And so instead of looking at marriage as the end all be all or the achievement, you should be looking at having a healthy relationship as the achievement. Not marriage. Can I correct you a little bit? What? The problem is people look at the wedding. As the end all be all, when the marriage is what is more important. The ceremony is what people focus on, and they don't focus on the relationship. The wedding mm-hmm. is a ceremony where the marriage is the relationship. Yeah, I think a lot of people focus on the wedding. Yeah, I most are, people are just, it's the wedding. It's the wedding. And that's it, and it's like. And then for the others, it's the, it's the validation of somebody being a wife. Yeah. It's like, you know, and, and a lot of times I'll be like, man. When people ask, you know, I think this this maybe this is the part that I get kind of pissy about. Mm-hmm. But it'd be the part where I'm like, well, shoot, this person had other relationships. Why am I the one that you ask this question to? It's like you know, I, we were together just as long as the other ones were, and I'm not talking about my situation. I'm just saying, saying in general, you know, you could have been the same, you could have been together with the same with the same amount of time as the other relationships. But yet you were asked this question of when you're going to marry her. Like, why is that even, why is that a question? You know, and so that was just interesting concept over the weekend. It made me think about, you know, just that concept, the the question of, yeah, uh, the question of, you know, when people ask a man when they're going to marry, when they're going to marry a woman, you know, and no, no. And I think in that situation, just to add more light to it, I don't think that uh, I wasn't upset by the question or caught off guard by it because oh, no, I can hold my not. I can hold my own and whatnot. But right. it just was like, wow, okay. But you know, that's not an uncommon situation. Yeah. So I understand. And I think I understand the, why you it would you would even go into a whole thought process about it because that's something that happens a lot. And you know, most of the times when people are coming they mean well you know what i mean it's like advocating for their friend or you know so it's a meaning well situation but yeah oh i i guess i get a little offended by it because like i said it denotes this thing that oh this is all about the woman yeah forget forget you being a good man forget throwing a whole birthday party for this woman Forget yeah. all the stuff that you did to make this woman feel special. Yeah. When are you gonna marry her? It's like, dang. <laughs> what about everything I done did now? Like, how did that not mean nothing? Did 
you get and you, and you, here. And you hear this in society all the time. Like, until he put a ring on your finger, you single. Really? So a man could do so much for you. A man could be um, supportive. A man could be loving. A man could be um, accommodating. A man could be edifying to you. He could do all these things, but it don't mean nothing until he marries you. I don't know why that is even a thing. It's because like what, really? a man can marry you and that could mean nothing. Yes. I'm telling you that men, right men now. Men marry women all the time <laughs> and it means absolutely, absolutely nothing. nothing. You should know that because there's plenty of married men in women's inboxes. Yeah. On a daily. So I don't even know why that is still in 2021. I still don't understand why that is even a barometer of the successful relationship. Cause you can get, I can get married tomorrow and be divorced the next day. You can. Then what? You just divorce. Yeah, it's like man. And I, like I said going through going through the marriage divorce thing is allowed me to see that marriage it it, it could end. Cause it, here's the reality. Well, anyway, it could end. But yeah, marriage, but it, marriage is. I look at marriage like okay. It's great. It's amazing when you do it when you're doing it the right way. So what's more important is not marriage. What's more important is building and growing a healthy relationship so that marriage does last forever. Yep. The you know? foundation is so important. That's why I say people need to stop worrying about and rushing towards the end. Because you mar going to a ceremony is like putting the walls up. And putting the roof on the house. And now you got the structure of the house. Yeah. And now that you got the structure of the house and all of this going on, that marriage is you doing all the work in the house. Yeah. Doing all the fixing on things when things break down, beautifying the house, putting up tapestries and all that shit, cooking in the house, bringing babies in the house. That is the marriage part, the relationship part. But... All of that don't matter if you didn't do anything to put lay a solid foundation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If your house is built on sinking sand, we all know about that. Yeah. If your house is built on sinking sand, then it doesn't matter how pretty that house is, how decorative that house is, how well-intentioned the people were who started putting this house together. It's built on sinking sand. Right. I totally agree. Um, so I'll say this, you know, to women. Like, if you see that your friend is happy and in love in a relationship, don't ask the person when they're going to get married. <laughs> it just be happy for where they are. And let them get to the point where they're going to get to. Because by you asking doesn't increase it. It doesn't, it doesn't speed it up. And if anything, you know, if you're a man like me, it makes you say, it makes you actually take a step back and say, why? Why should I get married? Let me tell you something for me, you a know? woman like me. Don't do nothing like that for me because it's going to make me feel weird. It's going to make me feel like you pressured him into doing that. Yeah. Instead of letting him do it on his own. Right. It's like, why are you pressuring someone into forever? I don't want nobody to feel pressured to be in a relationship with me. Yeah, just let it happen. Let it be. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. If it's not, it's not. Yeah. You asking is not going to change anything because you can pressure me into it and not do it. But that don't mean that I wanted to. And that doesn't mean that the marriage is going to be even legitimate. Yeah. 
it's gonna be all for show. Mm-hmm. You know, think of how many people think of how many people who get married because of some other people in their opinion. Man. And now they're miserable. Man. You know, and so no, you get married when it's time, when you and your partner feel like this is the time when for it's us right. to make that step. But it shouldn't be it shouldn't be about anyone else but your partner. And for individuals who want to get married, you should be asking yourself the question of what does marriage change for me? What does yeah. marriage do for me? Does it because you might even be you might even be perpetuating the idea that marriage validates you as a person. Mm-hmm. And you should never be married. You should never get married for validation. Mm-hmm. You are you are just fine who you are. You don't yeah. need, you don't need to be a wife or a husband to be to be amazing to be special. You can be just fine all by yourself. That's good just woman, something. Good that, man. That's just something you can add to. Mm-hmm. But it shouldn't be the, the it shouldn't be the home. It shouldn't be the noun. It's just the adjective. <laughs> Your dog got this leg around uh, the the cord. Oh lord! So I don't want him to pull the microphone off because. Yeah. He's just trying to get up here. Or she? I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so that was just something that happened this weekend. I was like, you know what? That's interesting. You know, I mean, like I said, it was a little awkward, but I have, I can hold my own that type of question. But it just made me think about it. Like, man, like, why is that such a big deal? For real. You know, so, um, side note. Side note. So, Thundercat is coming to St. Louis. Thundercat. So, Thundercat, for me, personally, Do-ray. I was not I was not introduced to Thundercat until last year. That's a do-rag. And the Dragon Ball do-rag song came on on Facebook. And I thought it was just like a spoof. I thought oh. it was like, oh, this, this is the type of music he knew. And so, I didn't find out that he was an artist until then. And I was like, oh, wow, he's actually pretty good. So, he's coming to St. Louis in November, I believe. Yes. And so, I'm thinking about we should get some tickets. We should. You know who else is coming in October? Who? Simone Biles. Oh, the gymnast. Yes. She's doing a tour. Doing a competition, like a a whole thing. Like an Olympic competition? Yeah, like a a whole shebang. That should be that's that's probably gonna be pretty big for uh uh you know a lot of young black girls around uh-huh. St. Louis. You know, hopefully people come out. Mm-hmm. Out of here. Um, but yeah, I want to go see that show in September. Uh, there's a guy that's on. He's on like Instagram. He's been he's become pretty big. His name is Mark. Uh, he coming here. Rebele or Rebelit. <laughs> I don't know who he is or what he does. Somebody uncle. But he's he somebody just, uncle. He, if you look on Instagram, he's a DJ. He's like a DJ, and he just randomly plays music and makes beats and just sings random things. My favorite one that he did. It was like, it's gonna be cussing y'all. I apologize in advance. It was like, uh, what did he say? The one I like get the is, fuck out of bed, bitch. Go. Oh, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. Come on, come on. You gotta get, get up. Gotta my get favorite up. one, my favorite one of all time so far, <laughs> is when he's like, uh, "Gotta work that ass for daddy." <laughs> do, 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 do. Gotta work that ass for daddy. <laughs> Bring that fat ass over here. I want to put it in my mouth. 
Oh, I love that song so much. I'm going to play it tonight on my way home. I'm out. That song is amazing. I'm like, man, he be making some good beats, but he's coming in September. And Thundercat coming that. in November. Oh, man. You said we should Thund- go. Yeah. He said Thundercat. Thundercat November. I don't know about Simone. I, that, me personally... You that's know not that. my that's not my audience. That's not you know, my thing. But you know me as an athlete. I, but yeah, that Simone would be great. Biles is literally she is literally Michael Jordan, Usain Bolt, Michael Phelps. She is literally that level for for. Do you look at Simone Biles as now? I, you know, I don't want to. I don't like comparing women. I'm I'm only comparing them in terms of their um, greatness. Their, not greatness, but their influence. Uh huh. Do you feel like Simone Biles has a greater influence than like Dominique Dawes? Um, yes and no. Okay. Dominique Dawes has a phenomenal influence because Dominique Dawes was the only one she in her time. One. Yeah. 90s. You know what I mean? Now, now it's a whole. We got a whole bunch of brownies out there you know yeah. what i mean but what makes simone biles so ridiculously good is she is the greatest gymnast male or female of all time okay she is the most decorated gymnast of all time period really? male or yes male or female and she's still in her prime so watching her is like you already know it doesn't even matter what she does mm-hmm. now she already has that title male or female of all time and she's still going so Dominique Dawes it sounds like she was the one that kind of opened the door yes she's like to kick the door open Simone Biles was like let me come in well no first Dominique Dawes then Gabby Douglas Gabby Douglas yes and speaking of Gabby Douglas she resurfaced and now she's standing with Naomi Osaka um, advocating for black uh, gymnasts in that space for their mental health. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I- so Gabby was second. That was the next big name that came out, and then Simone. Hmm. So. Okay. That's dope. That's dope. I, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Uh oh. And she's actually Simone Biles is dating somebody from St. Louis right now. Really? Yeah. Uh, Texan. Uh, what's his name? Look, I don't know. I don't keep track. I tell stuff. you, hold on. I tell you, give me a minute, give me a minute, give me a minute. Well, while you're looking at up, I also want to give a shout out to uh, everybody black. Uh, happy Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth. Um, that, just for people who don't know, um, Juneteenth was, it was 1865. Was that the year where it, when, it was, when it was founded? You said we uh, said June nineteenth, eighteen sixty five. Uh, yes. Um, that is when um, slavery was actually legally it, it finally ended. It ended with the proclamation, with the exc- uh, exclamation, with the Emancipation <laughs> Proclamation. With the exclamation but of the proclamation. Everyone obviously at that time, information did not travel as fast as it does now, and so the last group of people did not know that they were free until. Uh, June 19th, 1865. Do you know what's so awesome about that? Uh, what? Did you know that Juneteenth is actually an Aboriginal um, holiday? 
Um, I didn't know. I, honestly, for okay, for me, I didn't even know Juneteenth was a thing until probably five years ago. Yeah. So the slaves that were in Galveston, Texas. Galveston. Yes, they were in Galveston, Texas. I wonder if actually, Galveston celebrated bigger than anybody else. I, I, they, I bet you they do. But you know, um, they were actually. Um, a um empire it was an indian imp galveston texas used to be an indian empire native american mm-hmm. so um a- uh, aboriginal americans so they house the car rencoa indians k-a-r-a-n-k-a-w-a indians and these Indians were actually reclassified as black and Negro. And Question. They, mm-hmm. What is the difference between Aboriginal and original? Ab- Aboriginal means original. Why just say? Why not just say original? Because that's, that's because no one says that when they're talking about people. They just you say, say the original people of the land. Why say Aboriginal? That's just what they say. Just, I don't know. Just wonder, like. Why add the AB when it, since it means the same thing as original? Mm-hmm. You know, people, a lot of words mean the same stuff. They just, I don't know. I don't know, just something I thought of. But like, Aboriginal, the difference, there is a difference between Aboriginal and Native, though. So there's a reason why people say Aboriginal instead of Native American. What's the difference? So Native is people who have migrated here from another land, and now they are their descendants are born here, and so they're Native to this land. But they're not originally from this land. Okay. So you have a lot of Native Americans. Their lineage actually comes from the Barren Strait. These are people who have a lot of um, Aboriginal roots in Asia, and they are considered Native Americans. So you have two sets of um, quote unquote Indians, because that's not really. Yeah, two sets of Indians. Uh, your copper colored Indians and more of your. Um, um, lighter fair skinned Indians um, kind of like the Incas and um, the Eskimo um, up there um, those are the ones that came across the Straits the Barren Straits then you had the copper colored Indians that lived in the eastern and southern part of the United States of America mm-hmm. so when Columbus came over why do we call them Indians instead of Americans because when Columbus came over he thought he was in India because he looked at the well, I'm people. saying in terms of we know them now, but you, you were saying like they're not Native Americans, they're Aboriginal. Yeah, we, 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 so my lineage is from here. So we don't say Indians. We say Aboriginal Americans. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But people don't know what that means. So they're okay. like, what does that mean? And so you have to say, these are the copper-colored Native Americans. Copper-colored. You, know? you know, so the Aboriginal, just like you have in Australia and several other places, the Aboriginal are the original people uh, of that particular land. And when um, the um, colonizers, no other word, way to put it, colonizers, <laughs> <laughs> I tried, no other colonizers came over, you know, they... Um, these are the people that they eradicated or tried to, you know, kill off, you know. But, um, but yeah, so he, um, when Christopher Columbus came to um, 
the islands because uh, he never really came to the mainland. He thought he was in India because the skin color of the people that were already here was so dark, mm -hmm. like the Indians. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and our features were similar. So they thought that he thought he was in India. So he called them Indians. And then he wrote a, um, he wrote a book and there's a book called, I think before, before, before there was Columbus or before, yeah, before there was Columbus. And it talks about his, um, it brings up excerpts from his journal when he talks about how black the people were. And these are uh, the tribes, the Kidawa tribe, that's my lineage, and the Gitche, um people, and a lot of these are my lineage. These are tribes. Geechee? Geechee, yeah. Okay. And a lot of these uh, tribes you don't hear about. You only hear about I thought Geechee came from Africa. There's some, there's Geechee Indians. Because Geechee came, they really were in, a, in South Carolina, like the Carolinas is where mm -hmm. the Geechee people mm -hmm. lived. Well, I thought that was from Africa. No. From, so. From here. Okay. From here. So, so, so there's there's a lot. Go ahead. No, I was just, I was just going to. No, I, wouldn't, I didn't have a question. <laughs> I just wanted to get your idea on Juneteenth as a holiday in general. Because uh, yeah. they did so, mention that they were going to make it a nationally recognized holiday. Yeah. So, so what are your thoughts on Juneteenth in general? I. I. I understand the sentiment. I don't like the fact that they're trying to make it a nationally recognized holiday right now. Okay. Wow. The reason why I don't like that is because I know um, just by doing research of what's going on right now that there are several um, task force right now that are um, gathering uh, evidence to make a case for reparations for um melanated people in america okay for um people who are descendants of slaves okay. um here um and i feel like what they're doing is trying to appease so they don't have to pay reparations and i don't like that i don't like i don't like when people try to do things now that it's like now you want to do something now you've been knowing this shit's been wrong for years forever right. just because you, you don't try to do no half ass stuff now because yeah, you're gonna have to get because you're gonna have to pay you're gonna have to pay for what you've done now that you have to pay for what you've done you want to do empty platitudes mm -hmm. it's kind of like last year when george floyd died and everybody and then we did that uh what was it june 2nd we did a national blackout day correction he didn't die he was murdered well he was murdered you absolutely right i apologize mm -hmm. i so apologize when george floyd was murdered and we did the national blackout day june the second i believe it was the second or the third mm -hmm. and everybody was like oh i stand with black life you don't stand with black lives you losing money i don't like that shit i don't like it be real if you if you be real man it, or you, i don't you trying to get money you don't trying to be like, oh they, they support me so let me buy yeah oh we about to have to pay them reparations let's just tell them they can have a national day off don't i don't want a day off i want mm -hmm. what is owed to me i want the reparations of my ancestors blood sweat and tears right i want the fact that you stole my ancestors land i want that that's what i want i don't want no damn day can't that even can't even dismantle can't. the racism that you allow to permeate and create it to permeate our society to continue to hold people of color back we're way beyond but, but you but you but you don't want to you don't want to erase that but you don't want to give us any money 
for what you've done to us. So yeah. you just want to give us a holiday. Yeah, you want to, you, we're way past the point of, we're way past the point of you acknowledging it meaning something to us that was in dr martin luther king's day when they was asking to be civil that was when they wanted you to acknowledge yeah we at first we just wanted y'all to apologize y'all couldn't even do that that was when they wanted you to acknowledge that would have been a good time to make a holiday and do all of that that's done the point of acknowledgement we so beyond acknowledgement i just it just seems like it just gives me this whole vibe of you know how they do the never forget versus the forget you know, 9-11, never forget. Mm -hmm. Slavery, y'all still talking about that? Yes, because right. my goddamn great-grandma who was still alive was picking cotton. Right. What are you talking about? My grand-grandmother who is still alive, I can go and talk to her today, was picking cotton, bruh. You talking about like this shit was eons ago. This was... Right. I, my grandma knows about this segregation. My mother knows about segregation. There's she was alive. There people living today that could only drink at certain water fountains. Child, my mother was spit on as she desegregate Hazelwood schools. Don't play. Like, come on, man. Yeah. You acting like this stuff is like, come on. And then it pisses me off like certain things like when you talk about black struggles and you see pictures of things that we went through like Tulsa and Dr. Martin Luther King and things like that. And they want to put everything in black and white to make you think it's so long ago. That was color shit back then. Why is you trying to put it in black and white? This didn't yeah. happen in fucking in, in goddamn caveman times. This is not when this happened. This happened a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of years ago, this happened. It's still happening. Y'all still hanging people from trees. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I do notice, you know, as I've, seen, as I've seen Juneteenth become more widely recognized, I like that black people are starting to become more empowered in terms of celebrating each other. I think that Juneteenth has made, it's kind of had, a, it's adding a place into our, this black empowerment movement that we're in. Mm -hmm. And Juneteenth is kind of like a it's it's almost like a celebration of what what we've been trying to accomplish. Yeah, um, it's not. Of course, it's not the end goal. It's not the finish line because we got a ways to go. It's but so much in terms of what we've accomplished over the last decade. I think having a holiday like Juneteenth is actually a great thing for African Americans. No, it's it's been a holiday. Period. I'm saying because that we, Juneteenth, we're, we're starting to recognize well i've i've known about it well you know but the mass majority obviously yeah, yes to know but, about it but but to no. widely celebrate it as a whole with all with you know not all because everybody's not celebrating it because i don't give to a damn celebrate it as like you i'm seeing like i didn't see these things growing up but, but it's the same like juneteenth celebration it's no different than kwanzaa you, okay. It's no different than Kwanzaa. You have Kwanzaa, you have Jubilee, you have Juneteenth, you have Harvest. All of these things are are things that black people or aboriginal people have celebrated forever. Mm -hmm. But there is no widespread recognition of it because there are um, commercialized counterparts for them instead. You got Thanksgiving or Christmas or Fourth of July and all mm -hmm. these other things. And soon as your largest consumer um, base 
decides to withdraw their support from your commercialized holidays and celebrate their heritage instead, then of course you want to attach yourself to it because you got to tap in on the money somehow. Mm. It's a how national you, how holiday. You, We're all. How do, you, how do you advertise? Let me tell you something. I watch next year. Watch all the white people uh, uh, with their Juneteenth. Watch with their with their stuff for you to buy. Just watch. Uh-huh. Just watch. That's why I'm just not. I'm you, not for th- How do you think it, it will be portrayed in terms of? You say We're why? celebrating too. We're excited too. Why? Why would they say that? Because they need your money. No, I'm saying not okay, not why, but <laughs> to say what, what do you think? What do you think the angle would be? What do you mean? Like, it's solidarity. Solidarity, saying we were all free on this day. I think it would be more in solidarity. We understand why you why it is so important to celebrate this because everybody wasn't free until then. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think they would try to find ways to incorporate yeah. them as American. We're all they are, we're all Americans, so we weren't. We weren't all free until this day. But of course, but until you abolish the 4th of July, the hell, you're still going to celebrate the 4th of July right after you celebrate Juneteenth. Yeah. And I mean, 4th of July could still be its own holiday because it was the day where Americans were free from Great Britain rules. But the, for, the first, no, Americans were not free from Great Britain, Britain rules. Why I say that? Why because say that? Americans were the copper colored and people Not that were Americans. here before. The, 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 <laughs> them uh, goddamn. the colonized, colonizer <laughs> Americans, they were free from the rule of Great Britain, so now they could operate on their own. That is what happened that day. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I happened. But the Americans were actually not free; they were slaves like a motherfucker. Yeah, we was we was out there picking cotton while they was out there shooting <laughs> Child. fireworks. Chap, chap. Probably a few black people died that day. I'm sure. Well, what, did they? T- Hold on, wait a minute. I'm going back to African American history in college. <laughs> Crispus Attucks. Mm. Who was that? Did they make a um, map? Crispus Attucks. I feel like that name was incorporated with when it came to the American Revolution. I feel like he was the first black person to die in the American Revolution. Crispus Attucks. Flavorous Julius Crispus. Hold on. That can't be his name. Crispus Attucks was an Ameri- American Steve Dorr of Africa and Native American descent. Widely regarded as the first person killed in the Boston Massacre, mm-hmm. and thus the first American killed in the American Revolution. Yes. Of course. So it's got to be a black man to die first. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so. Yeah. yeah I, 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 of course, they got the only picture they got is him getting stabbed in the neck. Yeah, it's crazy. Fucking crazy. With a bayonet. But um. But yeah, I, 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 you know, as a person who didn't know anything about Juneteenth, you know, um, and I know there's a lot of people who didn't know about it either. Um, and so I love the fact that we have a holiday that we can all feel like we can celebrate that's just about us. Uh, now, of course, we've had other holidays, Kwanzaa, definitely. Um, but I think we can thank the Black Empowerment Movement for empowering us to celebrate us more than mainstream holidays you know? mm-hmm. I definitely plan to celebrate Kwanzaa uh, this year I know my girlfriend is, is very I love Kwanzaa big into alternative African holidays Yeah, and so I'm willing to celebrate them along with the holidays that I like to celebrate I'm not I'm 
you know, you can call me a coon or whatever. I'm not getting rid of Christmas. Christmas is no, it's Christmas, not no. Christmas is my favorite holiday mainly because of the memories that I had with it. It's it's my experiences with Christmas that made, makes it more than just you know. I don't care nothing about how like presents and mm-hmm. Santa Claus and everything. Honestly, the Christmas music is nostalgic. Because when I hear the old school soul music, it brings me back to being a kid a with my family and it's snowing and the Christmas tree and you know, my family coming together, my grandma baking these cakes all night. Like I think about all that stuff when I hear Jackson Five, yeah. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus you know, so is coming. I love Christmas. Um but other yeah. than them other holidays, eh. My favorite one has always been um harvest or y'all call it Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, but it's harvest, you know what I mean, because it's bringing it's bringing together, you know what I mean. Everyone bringing what they have together and coming um, to give thanks for when the pep- harvest. Harvest is um, during Thanksgiving time. It's actually a couple of days, so it's like from twenty twenty fifth to the twenty eighth, I believe. Um. And um, what is what is supposed to symbolize is you bringing it's like a pot, it's like potluck you know what I mean yeah everybody's bringing something to the table and it is basically giving thanks to um, God um, for the preparation mm-hmm. yielding so much in the harvest season of the fall. Um, to prepare you to make it through the winter. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point of it. So it's like one last uh, big um, dinner that you're basically having together with your family before winter comes in and you're giving thanks for um, a bountiful harvest and a and a, um, a yielding harvest. You know what I mean? Because that's what you use to make it to the springtime again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I feel that if you get into touch with what things were for, mm-hmm. it gives it a little bit more meaning. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's why Harvest has always been my favorite. You know what I mean? Because it's always about family. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, we and are family. It's about like family. That's right. Reaching yes. out to the sky. It's about family. It's about gratitude. It's about God. It's about community. It's about all of that wrapped huh. into one. Wrapped into a bow. I got you. And heritage. So. Well, um, I look forward to celebrating that. I know this weekend, uh, the Man Up community is doing a Juneteenth Father's Day celebration on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have the location just yet. Uh, but... We are registering families to come on us and, and partake in food and fun. And they're going to be inflatables for the kids. They're going to be games. They're going to be um, just a good time with, with, you know, in a positive black event. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Sponsored by black men and, and, and women. And so, you know, I'm looking forward to that. My kids are going to be there um, as well as myself. Um, what else? Um... That's all I really got today. Me too. So, you want to get go with your affirmations today? You got those ready? Almost. Okay, so I do my journal prompt because I actually got it written down here. Not you know, no shade or anything. <laughs> uh, I'm just looking at it right now on my computer because I thought of it earlier today when we were talking about um, yielding and investments. 
and I wanted to ask this question for the community, the self-love society community, uh, the self-lovers. I don't know what, what our <laughs> fan group is called. I don't know. Y'all come up with something and give us some suggestions. Um, what investments are you making in your life that are yielding little to no return? Two. Two. And I'm not talking about stocks and bonds and in businesses. I'm talking about people. Child. I'm talking about situations. You know how I feel about that. What investments <laughs> are you making in your life that are yielding little to no return? I want you to write about that. I want you to write about what you're, what's happening, and use that as a barometer, as actually as a as a stepping off point to figuring out what it is you need to let go. What investment do you need to stop investing in? You know what in what a relation what relationships should you stop investing in? Be it a relate, be it, be it a significant other, be it family, be it friends, it doesn't even matter. Because just because your family does not mean that you are meant to be in a close relationship with. That just the people that you were born into, born into uh, communion with, doesn't necessarily make them the people that you should be around. I know plenty of family members that I it's not healthy for me to be around. You know, and that's okay. Everybody's not meant to, to be together like that. And so I want you to ask yourself the question of what investments are you making in your life that are yielding little to no return? You already know I'm happy about that. I I'm like definitely, that. I definitely need to. I've definitely done that inventory of my life over the last few years. And, you know, sometimes you got to tell people, hey, I can't mess with you I anymore. think I got to let it go. Yeah. Looks like another love. TKO. <laughs> yeah. So, you ready? What are your affirmations for this? You what ready? You know, my, my contest. Here, I don't want to be a. I don't, don't want to cheat you. Go ahead. I want to make sure you're ready before I start. You ready? Okay. Go ahead. All right. What? Number one, I value my counterparts. I value my counterpart. Oh, she cheated on me. I value my counterpart. Part or parts? My counterpart. Like, your, I, I don't want to say your, Like, if hopefully you only got one, some people might have two. Oh, counter, I don't know. Some you know, people. like, I don't want to say I value my... What is a counterpart? Yeah, like your other person, like your other half, your counterpart. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Or your idea of whatever that is. Like, if you're single, you know, do you value... If you're a woman, do you value your male counterpart? Or if you, if you like women, do you well, value... Whatever your counterpart says, is. Society says you you single until you have a wedding ring. Child... I value my counterpart. <laughs> we gonna get this work this week. Second, I see me and others and make alterations as necessary. I see me and others and make alterations as necessary. I see me and others and make alterations as necessary. And the third one is going to match the journal problem. My favorite number, number three. Me too. I make smart investments with my energy. I make smart investments with my energy. I make smart investments with my energy. Uh, That's already the one for me already. (laughs) It's already the one Mm. for me. Lord. Cause there's one particular person in my life smart investment trying to take my money my energy withdraw 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 
and I have to consciously, intentionally say, nope, not today. You got to say insufficient funds. Even really? though that don't mean you ain't got <laughs> insufficient funds, but in that send, account. You send a text say insufficient that, funds. That, that account I doesn't do have, have any more. I enough energy to deal with this. I only put $20 in this account. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say that early about your savings? Uh-huh. Only put twenty dollars of energy in that account, and uh-huh. when that Can't twenty dollars is up, it's sufficient funds. Yeah, I don't have the money. For, I don't have the energy for this. <laughs> you didn't got to say that insufficient funds. Insufficient be, funds. They gonna be like, what are you talking about? Insufficient, insufficient funds. funds. <laughs> I I do not have the energy to purchase this dramatic situation. <laughs> <laughs> On me. Try back in two Fridays. <laughs> I get paid on Friday. I, get, I might have more energy for this. Then. I get paid in two more self care mm-hmm. Sundays. Maybe yep. I have more more yep. energy. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Insufficient funds. Mm. You do not have enough funds for this transaction. You gotta hit them. Listen. Insufficient funds. I I just feel like you know I find it funny how you do not have enough funds for this transaction. Right. Please try again. Please try again. <laughs> next Sunday. Right. There is a limit. This ATM has a limit that you have exceeded. You've exceeded your you've exceeded your withdrawal limit for the day. Right. And they keep texting you, you you have Please received. Try again later. Please try again in twenty four to forty eight right. hours. Right, because I definitely try to take five hundred dollars out of my account to put it into another account. And they was like you would try to withdraw too much money. This is this is this exceeds the daily amount. Uh-huh. Try again. But we got to be like that about our energy. Yeah, we got to. We do. You have exceeded the daily amount for today. Right. I've given you $3,000 <laughs> worth of energy Get today. Get the hell out of here. I don't have anything left for you. <laughs> Try again in three weeks. Whoo, <laughs> mm-hmm. boy. Already, huh, T? T Man. said that's my favorite one already. T going to put it on the shirt. I already, know, I already told y'all about it. But insufficient I'm, funds. Insufficient funds. <laughs> Self Love Society. Self, we said it first. Right. You gotta get some merchandise. We do. <laughs> oh man. Well, guys, we thank you all for tuning in today. Yes, and yes, we yes. hope that um all the men out there have had a great Father's Day. Yes, um, happy yes. Juneteenth to everybody black. Yes. Um, and It's a black holiday anyway. It's a black holiday anyway. <laughs> it's for black people anyway. It's for black people anyway. Um, but we want to thank everybody who, who celebrates. Um, <laughs> all of us, who all of those who are standing in solidarity. Yes. Y'all know we goofy. We, we just, just kidding. We just playing around. Don't be offended. <laughs> don't cancel us. Or we do. We're just joking. Because we for black people anyway. Yeah. Yes. I'm just kidding. Yeah. So, um, you all enjoy your weekend. Um, do something special for the man in your do life. Do something you know, do special. Do something special. Even if it's just letting them know that you care about them, that you love them. Um, that you are open ear for them. Yeah. Sometimes we just be wanting a big old hug. Sometimes we just want to know, like, man, you know, just sit down and watch a movie. Spend some quality time. Find out what your dad's love language is, and I want you to speak it. And you know week. what it ain't? Ties. Yeah, we do not care about ties. Too and you know what they also ties. and you know what they also don't care about working for their own day. Yeah, don't make us go out and barbecue for our own holiday. Don't make us cook dinner for our own holiday. Let's change the Y'all narrative. Do something for us. Please. Take us out. You know, like I said, speak. Find out what your dad's, um, your father's uh, love language is, and 
you do your best to speak it to him this Friday. Yeah, some father's love language is quiet ass house. Yeah. Get them kids up out of there. Sometimes it's acts of service. <laughs> Shoot. Sometimes it's quality time. Sometimes maybe physical touch. Maybe words of affirmation or, or gifts. Find out what your dad's love language is. And I want you to use that to guide you in how you're going to celebrate them on Father's Day. Yay. All right. So... You all have a good rest of your day and be safe. We love you all. Bye. Bye.